Welcome to the Old Soul, New Soul Astrology Podcast. We are going to the Oracle, the Oracle of Glasscock today for a question that goes back in time and involves perhaps the software that you're using to look up your astrology charts. So before we go to Robert, let's listen to this question. Hi, Thomas. I have a question about birth charts for people who were born before 1970. Because daylight savings was not observed in some states and didn't become official, legal, nationwide, I think, until later on, what would you do if you had someone that was born, let's say, 1966 in a state like Utah where they weren't observing daylight savings times? I'm not sure that the programs that we run the charts on understand that daylight savings time wasn't observed and... Are there adjustments that need to be made? Does this make sense? Okay, thanks. All right, Robert, we've got a good one here. So what she's talking about is that in 1966, the Uniform Time Act was passed into public law on April 12, 1966, by President Lyndon Johnson. And that created the daylight savings time marker that she's referring to. So... I know that birth time accuracy in the chart is so important that you rectify it down to the nub, and this is a very valid and important question. So for those of us, you included, <laughs> who were who precede 1966, how do we think about this? Excellent question. It is an ex- excellent question. It takes me back, Thomas, to when I first started out in 1965. In those days, of course, before the computer programs, we had to carry a briefcase, basically, with all of the books that you had to have at hand to do the calculations to set up a horoscope. There was time changes in the United States, a big, thick, hardcover book about the size of an encyclopedia book. I think it cost twenty two fifty back in the day. You had to have that. You had to have time changes in the world, which listed every city in the United States or in the world that did or did not have time changes. Sometimes you couldn't find the city. It was so small. Then you had to have a book, The Tables of Houses, and so on. And you had to have hardcover eph- ephemerides. We didn't have them. But now they're all available online, even the ephemerides are. So you don't need the hardcover books anymore, but the data behind them is still the same. So all of the astrology programs today have basically digitized the ephemerides and also digitized the time changes in the United States and in the world. So when you're using a a program like Sirius or Kepler or Blue Star, one of those, to calculate the charts, then the program automatically makes the correction. When you go into daylight savings time, it's spring forward. You're adding an hour. Well, the programs, the astrology programs, because they have digitized all of these time changes everywhere, they automatically subtract an hour from daylight savings time to give you the true, not man-made, arbitrarily decided, but to give you the true time. So you don't have to worry about it. Uh, the sources for this, which is what I think the, the listener said, she was not sure that the computer programs understood all this. Yes, they do. They really do. 
uh, they cost uh, a pretty penny, $300, $600. So they have to be accurate. The ephemerides, for example, are still based on data from the Jet Propulsion Laboratory in Pasadena. So that's the source for all of this. But the computer programs we use today, thank heaven, incorporate all of this and make our charts much more accurate and much less time-consuming to set up so that you can spend more time analyzing them, getting something out of them. You know, my name is Thomas, right? And there's a biblical metaphor of one of the disciples of Jesus was named Thomas, and he was given the name Doubting Thomas. (laughs) So I have to see it. I'm like, I want to see it in my own eyes. So we, before we rolled on this, we cast a chart for the March 12, 2023 change of daylight savings time. So we put it at 2 a.m. And when I tried to type 2 a.m. into the chart, it auto-replaced it to 3 a.m. So it did the calculation. I still wanted to see it, so we backed it up one second, and it was 12.59.59, and we advanced it one second, and it went to 3 a.m. local time, and the midheaven didn't change, the ascendant didn't change, none of the structure of the chart changed. That one second was factored in, just as you were saying. Now, let's, let me just give this listener the benefit of this doubt that she probably is saying that, let's say that her birth certificate says uh, that Utah, where she specifically is asking this question, was not in daylight savings time but the chart is trying to say that it was. Would that be something where you contact the software developer is what I would think, right? That you would say, hey, I've got a discrepancy here. This really should be standard time and the chart is making it daylight savings time. Um, I don't think so. Uh, Because first of all, if she's got a birth certificate, it has the time on it. Generally, the birth certificate will not say daylight or savings. It just says p.m. or a.m. But you have to know, as an astrologer, whether her town, her city in Utah, at that date was under daylight savings times or not. And you can certainly go to Google and look it up and see if it was. Because if, if it doesn't have a time on the birth certificate, then some nurse or doctor or whoever looked at the clock on the wall and noted on the time. And that time would have been, the clock on the wall would have been set to the time that the locality was, whether it's daylight savings or not, whether she noted it on the birth certificate or not. The best you can do then is to go by the, ta- the time changes in the United States or the time changes configuration in your software to have kept up with that. I, I, I mentioned Pennsylvania because it's just notorious, always has been. County by county, there can be differences. Some do use daylight savings, some don't. It's just a notoriously confusing state it was back when i was having to use a hard copy book to look this stuff up pennsylvania just took forever because every little hamlet had a different configuration so and sometimes the computers don't know and they will mine anyway pops up a little window says the uh daylight savings time is in dispute in this county check with local records and that's the best you can do if you're really in doubt like that Contact the hospital, I think, is always the best policy. If you cannot find it for sure anywhere else, or the Department of County Records will also have it. Well, you know, you've had an advantage that I didn't have, and that is I've never constructed a hand chart. So I didn't have to factor in all of that stuff. And I've got to say, I don't know if I would be an astrologer if I did. I Kudos to you for having done that. 
this was the only way to do it back in the day. You had to do it manually. I got Thomas to where, even with all those books in my briefcase, I was able very proudly to erect a chart in 10 minutes using a hand calculator. That's amazing. An accurate chart. Wow. Wow. Today, it takes 60 seconds. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Not even that, right? I mean, how fast can you type, literally? And I guess all the software programmers had to, and you think about all the astrology programs there are out there, individually and autonomous of each other. You know, there's David Cochran who designed yours, and there's the Solar Fire people who designed that, and Astro Gold, and then there's Astro.com and Astro-Seek. All these are developed by different people, and they had to build all of this in for the whole world to their software. That, to me, and code every line of it. That just seems daunting. Oh, it is daunting. I knew a, a gentleman named Mark Pottinger. His mother uh, was an astrologer named Zipra Dobbins. And she had two children, Mark and his sister, Maritha. And Mark wrote the first astrology program that I ever got for CPM, Thomas, if you go back that far, on floppy disk, little three-and-a-half-inch floppy disk. And he did a remarkable job. You had to print this out on dot matrix printers. So it was very rudimentary, but it was pretty darn thorough. You could do solar arcs and everything else with it. Mark really devoted a lot of time to that. That was the very first one. But then all of these programs, to me, I imagine, to some extent, make use of the common databases, such as the ephemerides, which come from the Jet Propulsion. Every publisher known that I know of uses that same database. So I imagine that some of those modules are within these, uh, the different programs, even though different authors coded them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And to answer our listener's question again, I hope that we that she got this. But basically, the software compensates. If you have a question about the software, you could always contact the vendor. And then if you have a question about was the birth time compensated for or not, then that would be a hospital records thing. And then you just put those together. But we do trust the software, especially the big ones like you're talking about. The Kepler Sirius 3.0, Janus 5.0 is another excellent software. The Solar Fire family, it's just so many of these are so well done and they really have looked into this. So hopefully you get some software that you don't have to worry about that question. Let let me point Absolutely. Else yes, to sir. Thomas. Since computers first first began to do astrology programs, the astrological community is not that big, but it's big enough. And believe me, no serious astrologers would have let this get by for the last, how many years? 30 years? Well, That's we're going back to 1966. First. I mean, we're talking, yeah, 60, almost 60 years. So, and I don't remember computer programs for astrology in 66. Maybe there were. Right. The one that you talked about, probably. What was the date on that? that The 70s? Let me think a minute. That was more like in the early 70s, I want to think. Yeah. So we're going back 50 years at least. Yeah. That this has been under scrutiny is your point. Yeah, that's what I mean. Because you know how we are. We're all Uranians somewhere. We're not going to put up with this. (laughs) In fact, I noticed uh, an error. It's a wonderful program. And Clifford Ribaudo knows I think it is. He created Ephemeris. Yes. 
And I got a copy of it. And of course, the first chart I tried was my own because I wanted to see if this thing were correct. And it's an amazing, amazing program for the iPhone. It's just an astonishing piece of work. And I noticed that it advanced everything by solar arcs correctly, except for my midheaven. And I wrote him about it, emailed him, and he he emailed me back, oh, well, you're wrong, and da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And I wrote him back and said, no, I've been an astrologer for you know, how many ever years at that point. Uh, so I'm not wrong. It's just this one point should be all of the points, the ascendant, the midheaven, the planets should all be advanced in solar arcs by the same solar arc. And this point, the midheaven, isn't. And I was right. He And he's a very gracious guy and he corrected it. So that's what I mean by the astrological community would not have let this pass all these years if it was an error. So I think you can trust. Now, again, the thing I like about these programs is when there is a doubt, like with Pennsylvania, maybe with Utah, when there is a doubt, it tends to flash up a warning window. This is in doubt. There's some conflict about whether it was in effect in this time or not. So check with the local authorities. Yeah. And those are rare instances, but in, if you get one of those windows, that's probably the only way that you're going to know for sure. If you can't find it on Google, you know, sometimes you got a small town in Utah, for example, that may not have much of the county records. So go on Google, see what you can find there. But uh, generally, I trust these programs for those reasons. Yeah, and actually, I'm kind of a software junkie, so I have seen that across platforms. I've seen multiple platforms do what you're talking about, flash up that box. I think it's helpful because there are those areas that are questionable still. Well, thank you for this. That was kind of wandering off into some interesting territory, wasn't it? That was good. Well, it's a valid, it's a great question because everybody uses these programs and you, you need to know whether you feel they're reliable or not. Well, and the perspective that you have that I do appreciate is that you did these by hand, so you know what had to go into these things, and that <laughs> that brings back a lot, I'm sure, from the past. So, good, good deal. Thank you for your answer, and thank you for that great question. Robert and I are working on a horary astrology course. Have you heard about it? We've been mentioning it in some of the podcasts, and it will be out soon, and we will let you know here and on Fun Astrology when it does come out. We will broadcast it so that you can get a hold of it quite easily. It's going to be a nine-part, very comprehensive series, and I can tell you from what's already been recorded that not only is it about horary, if you don't care about asking a chart the first question, the astrological knowledge that are being laid down for you are absolutely incredible. So it will take your astrology game to totally new heights. And that's everything from how the planets interact with each other, the houses, the definitions of the houses, what characteristics are ruled by certain houses. It is so amazing, and I'm excited about it, as you can tell. So we'll let you know when that's ready. And all of the rest of our what's going on in the podcast are in the show notes, so check that out. We'd love to have you part of our Discord channel. Come up to the funastrology.com website, and you'll see a Discord logo up at the top. Click that, and you can join our Discord group where this conversation continues. All the latest and greatest is there. We'll see you next time on the Old Soul, New Soul Astrology Podcast with Robert Glasscock. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.